0: Turn up your radio. It's time for DeLorean Talk with your host, Dave Tavers.
1: Hi, and welcome to DeLorean Talk. This is episode number 10. Thanks for joining us. My name is Dave Tavers. I'm uh, VIN number 10515, and it's been a little bit of a break since the last episode. I've been busy, and it's been a little difficult to get people to commit to joining me on the show so if you are interested or you have a good story or some great connection with the car please feel free to send an email comments at delorean Talk.com, and would love to have you on and we can talk for 10 minutes or an hour whatever works for you today i'm happy to have justin webb on the line with me hi justin hi how are you doing
0: now i'm doing good thanks for having me on
1: thank you for coming what uh, what's your vin number
0: uh, my VIN number is sixteen four twenty six.
1: Sixteen. So is that an eighty three?
0: It is an eighty three. Yeah, it's an eighty three. I'm not quite sure because I know the eighty three's numbers get uh, mixed up here and there, like how many were made and all that. So I'm not really sure how close that is to the bottom of the list of cars that were built. But
1: what? What? Where do you live actually? Where part of the country?
0: I'm from Ohio, uh, central Ohio area.
1: Oh, do you know Kevin Crin?
0: I know Kevin very well. I actually, uh, well, I don't know about very well, but, uh, I actually, uh, we just, uh, the Ohio Club had a car show, annual meeting car show, not too long ago that got rained out, uh, unfortunately, but Kevin was up there with the president, Josh, and all that stuff, and I actually had to give him a ride over to his truck so he could bring the trailer over to put his car back up on the trailer so. nice
1: i met kevin last year at delorean weekend and clicked and we've uh we've been buddies since and i'm always excited to talk to him and hear how his progress is going with his car so and it sounds like he's getting pretty close
0: yeah he's got some crazy stuff going on with the car like yeah. that's just really cool, all the stuff that he's doing to it.
1: Yeah, amazing that he just jumped into it. It's not he doesn't have a background in software development or, or even cars necessarily, and he's boy, he's gone full force. Everybody at Delorean Weekend was, I think, amazed at what him and one of the other members had done with their digital dash projects, and very exciting. So that's awesome. You're in Ohio. Um, you're one of the the Midwest guys that are you're near the old uh, consolidated.
0: Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm about forty minutes outside of Columbus. Um, where that was specifically located, I mean, I, I that I, I couldn't be sure of, but
1: but you're you're there with a lot of other DeLorean owners who uh, sometimes I I think that that's why there's so many DeLoreans in that area is because that warehouse was there.
0: It very well could be. I mean, I know I talked to a. Uh, obviously, when you go to the car shows, you'll talk to dozens, if not hundreds of people. But there was one guy I talked to, very nice guy, who's asking a lot of questions about the car and everything. And he actually told me, because Consolidated is actually big lots or odd lots, depending on what part of the country you're in. Um, and he was actually saying he remembers when shortly after, you know, the, you know, the... Company had gone into receivership and all that, and Consolidated took over. He actually remembers there being DeLoreans parked outside the local big lots. Oh wow! For uh, promotional purposes or, or whatnot, something of that nature. And I was just like, "Oh wow, <laughs> I never saw that." I mean, but that, I was—I'm I, still a young guy though, so that was probably back in like '83 or '84, and I wasn't even around yet. So.
1: Wow. So uh, you said that you are a new owner. How long have you had your car?
0: I technically will be coming up. uh, I've owned the car for just a shade over a year now. I did not take delivery of the car until about 10 days ago last year.
1: Oh, so you 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 had your one-year anniversary, one year in 10 days.
0: Right at, yeah.
1: Awesome. Very cool. So you've, you've already had the driving. opportunities to drive it and have people taking pictures on the freeway and talking to you at gas stations.
0: Oh, man. The, the first day I had it, I, I it literally came off the, the truck. Um, and because of, I live in the country, I didn't want the car hauler to have to come down my road where it's a little narrow and only farmers dwell. And uh, so I, I told them, like, well, there's a big... There's a big grocery store um, in town, which is literally like 10 minutes from me. And I'm like, why don't you just unload there? That way you got lots of room, easy access to the U.S. highways again. And he's like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. I appreciate that. And I'm like, well, I'm a car hauler myself, so I understand. Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, So literally got it off the truck, did the whole routine check underneath, make sure there was no damage done to the vehicle uh, from the driver's aspect obviously right literally dr- drove it right home and me and my buddy because he had hit a nasty uh dust storm on the way over here so the car was just filthy red sand covered everywhere
1: Oh, uh, it was an exterior haul it wasn't inside of a truck inside of a box
0: no it wasn't it was that the whole car hauling story itself is a headache of what happened and how it went down. Had I had to be able to do it different, I would have just taken my car out to California, rented a trailer, loaded it up, and drove it back myself. Yeah. Um, at the time when I did the math for cost and everything, it was literally going to be a difference of a couple of hundred bucks between the two. Yeah. And at that point, well, then you are talking about type, like, your
1: time. It's not just the dollars. Yeah, and it's exactly. Your time. Yeah.
0: Have to take a take some time off work and and you know and, and that would have been fine. It was just like oh the headache of it. Yeah, I just let them do it, and that was just a nightmare. Three guys who were supposed to pick up the car refused to take delivery of the car. Um,
1: Why? B- because it was a DeLorean or something else?
0: Uh, one guy was afraid that the first guy that came along he uh, could barely speak English, so the guy the seller. Who I purchased it from was trying to translate for me, and uh, basically from the gist of what we got from it, he did not have a deck open on top of the truck, so it would have to go on the bottom, which is fine, except for the fact that he was scared to death that the doors
1: <laughs> oh weren't gonna yeah were it gonna would, fit, so, right yeah
0: yeah, so he uh, he ended up just chalking that hole he's just like, I'm not taking it, you'll have to find somebody else. Yeah. So I called the broker and let him know. The second guy that came along who said, Oh yeah, I'll pick it up Friday. You'll have it by next Friday. No worries. And I'm like, All right, cool, cool. And this is like two weeks after the purchase, keep in mind. So I'm already chomping at the bit to get my car, you know?
1: <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> and
0: uh and he just never showed up. And I guess when the broker finally tried to get hold of him, like, hey, where are you at? Like, you were supposed to be here yesterday. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's not going to happen. I'm in Minnesota.
1: <sighs> Bad customer service.
0: Right, right. So now I'm getting a little perturbed about it. And I'm like, look, this car needs to be on a truck from a reputable <laughs> driver. Right. Coming out to Ohio in, in 48 hours, or I'm pulling the contract with you guys and I'm finding somebody else. Yeah. So finally they found a guy. Stereotypical California guy, long, bleached, blonde hair, you know, talk like this, you know. (laughs) Really (laughs) nice guy, but I talked to him on the phone. He's like, all right, what do I need to know about the car? And I'm like, well, I'm a car hauler. I'm going to make your job real easy. It can't be backed on the truck. You can't use chains on it. It's going to have to be strapped at all four wheels or tires. And, uh, like I said, it can't be backed on. Preferably, if I were you, I'd put it on top if you have space. He's like... Done and done. Nice. Guy came out. He had to move it a couple of times for other vehicles along his way, you know. Sure. Twenty two you know, twenty two hundred mile journey. I'm sure he had other stops along the way. Yeah. So anyway, he got it to me, stayed in sound, but he had a nasty dust storm in New Mexico or something, and the car was just filthy. So we uh like I said, we got it home after we he delivered it and we washed it real quick and me and my buddy, he's a he's a gearhead, you know, he's just kind of nice. going over. He's like, man, look at this, and look at that, <laughs> all this, you know. And, Fun. And uh, finally, I'm like, well, do you want to go for a drive? He's like, finally. Good Lord, dude, we've been talking for a half hour, you know. He's like, come on. And I was like, on the way home, I know. I'm like, well, it needs gas, so we'll just go to the gas station. First day I had it, and trust me, I had been a member of the DeLorean Club, for a year prior to the purchase, or actually two years prior almost to the purchase. So, cause I was getting a feel for the community and everything. Yeah. And, uh,
1: you've got a good community there in Ohio you're lucky.
0: Yeah. 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 No, they're, 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 they're a great bunch of people. Like I said, I, I enjoy getting to see them when I can't get to see them, you know, events, just, you know, how events get, it gets busy for everybody. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, first, so I already kind of had an idea, like, oh yeah, you know, you're gonna you're gonna feel like a rock star, man. Like you can't go anywhere in this car. Like if you're wanting privacy, buy a Focus, don't buy this. (laughs) Right,
1: right. So, all
0: right, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. You know, I'm I'm used to the attention. That's fine. You know, and we drove it up to the local gas station up here. I didn't even have it parked for two minutes, and a guy jumped out of a moving van (laughs) to take a picture of this car. And it was funny because like I heard the wheel screech this guy in a little minivan come pulling like barreling into the fuel stop and he, like he just slings that sliding door but then jumps out the car's not stopped yet I'm like dude are you okay? He's like dude is that a DeLorean? And I'm like yeah I, yeah it is but are you okay? Like you hit your knee on the concrete man that had to hurt. So That's yeah awesome. I right off the right off the bat I got I I'm like wow okay yeah. So Leave a half hour anywhere you're gonna go, you know
1: yep very cool that's a good that's a great first story to to drive the car just to get gas and and already have uh have somebody stop and and ask the question
0: oh yeah I mean I've had i mean we had a guy follow us all the way through town, you know just, and he was and he's like told his buddy, I guess if he pulls in before the wendy's. We're stopping. We're going to talk to him. But if he keeps going, I don't want to be a stalker. So we'll just right. let him go. You know, but I happened to pull in to the Wendy's to grab some food and they pulled in and they were like, oh, my gosh, we can't tell you how happy we are we stopped. And it was funny. I laughed because I'm expecting it at this point. But like, well, you know, we trailed you for 10 miles. And I'm like, OK, anybody else? That would sound kind of creepy, you know. Right.
1: But, <laughs> what city are you in or what's that closest city to you?
0: I'm in a little town called Urbana. Uh, the closest city to me would probably... I'm like right in between Dayton and Columbus.
1: Got it. So how many other DeLoreans are in your town or in your area?
0: Uh, I don't think there's a whole lot in the area. I mean, Dayton would probably be the closest, that or Columbus. Um, I believe there's a couple that owns one up at Indian Lake, which is about a 35-minute drive from me, but I'm, I'm pretty much square one around this area as far as I know. Very cool. I heard rumors that an old band director that I went to school with had one sitting in his garage for years, but I've never been able to confirm nor deny it. So
1: those are fun to try to track down and ask questions and talk to people. And of course, now that you have the car, it makes it easier because people will come out of the woodwork and say, "My uncle, my neighbor, my friend, my brother has a car."
0: Oh yeah, I got one of my one of my best friends. I actually do a YouTube channel with him. He was telling me about, I believe it's his uncle who, you know, has a lot of nicer higher high end cars and I guess he had mentioned to him in conversation over like Thanksgiving or something that I had at the Warrior and he's like, Oh yeah, I had one of those for about six or seven years and I don't know quite why I ever got rid of it and, and he's like, I don't remember I traded it in on one of those the Tossamo Panteras. It just was faster. And I was like, <laughs> okay <laughs> But yeah, it's kind of crazy you get people's stories and stuff like that that, you know, they've either had some, what their interaction has been with the DeLorean or, you know, if they ever own one, it's – yeah, it's a lot of fun, you know? Yeah. I uh, You know what? Because me and my and my buddy, Chris, uh, who helps me work on the car, we've both said it's like, Dude, if I could charge just $1 every time somebody made a flux capacitor joke, the car would be paid off in like a year.
1: <laughs> Seriously. One time I had a friend in the car. We're I can't remember where we were going. We were trying to find parking someplace. Actually, we were at, near Disneyland. And we pulled into two different hotel, different parking lot. Two different people made comments about not driving 88 in the driveway, in the parking lot. <laughs> <was> like, okay, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, oh yeah, that was pretty good, pretty good record. So, what's your YouTube channel?
0: Oh, I run uh, I run a YouTube channel with my uh, friend Ryan, and we uh, I quit smoking after I bought the car. Um good,
1: good idea. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was. Right, well, my biggest thing was, I I, tr- I promised myself i quit by the time I was 30, and basically, when I bought the car, I was turning 30 last year in November, and I was like, you know what, I don't smoke in the car, I won't let anybody smoke in the car, so that might be a good motivation, yeah. and I actually ended up picking up vaping to help quit, and I can't even tell you how helpful it's been for me. Um. I feel a lot better, and I just breathe a lot better, and everything else. And and my buddy, same thing, quit smoking by vaping. So we actually review vape products Got on it. YouTube and stuff. All right. called In Between Two Beards. It's uh.
1: Say it again. It's fun. Say it again. It, <laughs> oh,
0: In between two beards.
1: In between two beards. All right. Hey. Yeah, because we
0: both we both have beards, so.
1: Got it. Got it. Well, good. To, it's good to plug <laughs> stuff whenever you get a chance, and who knows, somebody will somebody might check that out.
0: Right, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Uh, I also run a personal YouTube channel, It's just JW0567, and that actually focuses on the repairs and uh, any kind of updates I'm doing to the car, almost like a vlog. Um, oh, nice. And I've got it. Just yeah, on I've the DeLorean
1: about, or all cars?
0: Just on the DeLorean for now.
1: Oh, very cool. Okay.
0: Well, I've also got a 94 Jeep Wrangler that I'm I'm currently doing a frame swap on that will eventually become the Jurassic Park Jeep
1: nice
0: yeah so eventually we'll probably do some videos on that but for now it's just it's just a delorean just whatever if i did anything to the car that day or if there was any helpful hints i could give anybody i just tried to film it i mean the video quality is not exactly spielberg but uh
1: if any video it, helps it's just
0: yeah exactly i'm like you know what i've had a couple of guys comment on some of the videos like oh man i'm so glad you said this i keep asking on talk and everything if anybody's if anybody knew what this was, and you actually just said it, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's what it's there for—to help nice. guys, you know? Because I know, yeah, a lot of the videos I make, I'm making them because there's not a video of it on YouTube yet. So, right.
1: well, there might be. It's just hard to find them all. On uh, yeah, DeloreanDirectory.com/slash/videos. Um, I've been adding Delorean videos to that for a couple of years, so there's a ton of okay. stuff on there, but they're not organized. It's just a collection of Delorean videos. Because I still, sometimes right. I think I've seen all of them and then I run across 10 of them that are how to, you know, how to replace whatever or how to fix something. And I'm like, how did I, I thought that, I, you know, I'd spent hours looking at the YouTube channels and I totally missed all these videos <laughs> right. from
0: five years ago. Right, right. And yeah, having, and I agree.
1: having more videos is great. And it sounds like, so you're, you are on dmctalk.org, which is good. That's a awesome site. Uh, there's so much information on there that's been, it's been there for so many years.
0: Yeah. I Oh, I agree. And it's been helpful in a lot of cases. I'm not the contributor that I wish I was on there, but I'm not going to lie. Uh, sometimes the forums get a little bit too back and forth and I'm yeah. like, okay, we started.
1: I just had that. <laughs> I was asking for some advice and clearly somebody either, they didn't read the, my first post or they just chose to ignore my, my responses and so I just said, okay, I'm, I'm done. I don't need to keep going back and forth, re asking the same question.
0: Right, right. You know, it turns into uh, what's the size socket you need for this, and it turns into you. I hate your mother. You know, right, and it's like right. what?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Why? I yeah. asked a simple question. Yep. It's like you know, and that's and that's and that you know what? It's not just on those. It's on any form it you is. go on. It is human nature. So.
1: People, and it's the internet, yeah. so people feel emboldened in different ways. You bought the car. It was in Southern California. It sounds like it was from a private owner, not not DMC California.
0: Yeah, it was a private owner.
1: How did you find it? What's your story behind that? Was it a Craigslist, eBay, uh, you know, friend of a friend? How did that happen?
0: I had literally just started seriously looking for one probably within a month prior to the purchase and I happened to come across the car on ebay but the funny thing about it was it wasn't listed as a dmc12 it it was the way he set the ad up or something if you were to go into ebay motors and just type in delorean you know you'll usually you'll get like the 10 cars that are for sale on ebay right now. right you did that on this car and it would not show up i went through like 13 or 14 pages of just parts and stuff before finally i came across this car huh. and i was like huh that's weird. Usually, you don't automobile this far down the listing. That's usually right at the top. So, I opened it up, and like I said, it was I. My standards were pretty simple. I had to be either a late model '81, '82, or an '83, five-speed manual, gray interior. Just like me. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just. I, I'm anti-automatic for any car, so
1: <laughs> that that
0: goes without saying there, but I had to have... I, the black... It's, it's like, man, this thing's already going to be frying me in the summer. I don't need a black interior to help it out. So, clicked on it, looked at the pictures. The car looks really clean, and the guy was doing a no-reserve auction. Nice. I was like, okay. So, there was only one bid on it. There was five days left on the auction. So, I... He left the phone number in case you know, because he only had about fifteen pictures, and I'm like, well, I'm going to need more than that. You know, we're going to need <laughs> detailed frame pictures. Yeah. You know, yep. I turn into Batman with investigations when it comes to this kind of stuff. You know,
1: unless the car is three thousand yeah. dollars, then you just buy it on sight unseen.
0: <laughs> right, 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 right. Exactly. Um. But anyway, I called the guy up. Super nice guy. He ended up being a car hauler, a retired car hauler himself. Wow. And yeah. That's random. And we hit it off. Yeah, I know, right? Um, And we hit it off pretty good. You know, I'm asking him questions about the frame, and, you know, basically, I'm like, what's going on? It was a one-owner car. Uh, he had known the, uh, the original owner, and he had let him know that, hey, I'm going to be selling this here soon. The guy was older, you know, just couldn't, you know, didn't sit in a storage unit for 24 years in Southern California. Wow. He purchased it. And immediately, I guess, they pulled it out of storage and took it to DMC, California to have the whole fuel system gone through. Because when they parked it, he's like, I know I left three quarters of a tank of fuel in it.
1: So, okay, this sounds sincerely just like my car. My car sat in a garage covered with a half a tank of gas in it for 27 years.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that seems to be the story I get the <laughs> most from people. It's either oh yeah, it's already been restored or no it needs a complete new fuel system yeah. go through. <laughs> so he took it through them and they had to replace the uh the uh, fuel pump. They put a new uh, modern updated one in there.
1: Yep.
0: Uh they replaced they, they did a bench job on the uh fuel distributor, new accumulator, yep. and I think they blew out the lines and the injectors. So yeah. And cleaned the out. Right, right. So the car was running, because I called the guy. I'm like, so is the car actually running? Is it running? Is it driving? And he's like, yep, it drives. It stops. You know, it goes. It's smooth. And I'm like, okay. Because <laughs> I swore up and down I would not buy this car sight unseen. Sure. It's such a bad idea in so many different ways that to buy a car like this sight unseen. But I was like, oh, man, this is clean. Only had 8,300 original miles on it. Nice.
1: Now, here's a question. Did you call DMC California to ask their... Uh, opinion.
0: I called DMC California after I had purchased
1: it. Oh, okay.
0: To make sure uh what if they remember the car and of course they said they didn't um but they could look it up by the FIN number. Sure. And I, I actually it. got the receipt and I kind of got a little missed because the guy was not 100% honest with me about how smooth it ran when I drove it home. This thing had such a bad miss in it.
1: Oh, really? Oh. It was.
0: It, it shook the whole car. It was that oh, wow. bad.
1: Well, so, and now, you know, afterthought, I, I would say, eh, big deal. You're a gearhead. It can be repaired. You have a DeLorean. That's kind of the part that counts.
0: That's exactly what I kept repeating <laughs> myself the whole way home, amongst other few choice words. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so... I, I I called as soon as I got home. I went. I I got a, two binders full of stuff on the car. Every repair order. Nice. Every every. I, I even have directions that some guy wrote down for the original owner to actually find the dealership.
1: <laughs> nice. Which dealership do you remember? Yeah.
0: I can't. I'd have to look. It's in my folder. I'd have to. I'd have to look in my folder to see where it was purchased from. Uh, I have, the only thing I don't have with the car is. The window sticker, and apparently this is a very common trend amongst um 83s. A lot of guys who have 83s don't have window stickers for them, and I'm not exactly sure why. Interesting. Yeah, I've got the pre-delivery inspection checklist and all that stuff.
1: I think that um, DeLoreanMuseum.com has that you can order... Uh, original window stickers for a lot of cars, depending if they have that, because I guess that they have all the data for them. Um They don't have my car, so I haven't been, I wasn't able to order one. So I don't know exactly how, how that works, but you might check that out if you want to get one. Honestly, I actually just recreated my own because I found, you know, uh, another, another one that was a few VIN numbers off of mine and I just duplicated it, modified the numbers. And, you know, it's not like I'm selling it as an original. It's a, Print out from Kinko's, but it's fun to have you know have an you know a quote unquote right. original sticker.
0: Oh, absolutely, and I and I totally agree. And I've actually already been on there to look. Um, and it says right there on the website, '83s uh, because of misinformation and not good records that they can't really do anything for the '83s. At least that's what the website says.
1: Oh yeah, probably so. by then. Yeah, probably by then the cars had gotten distributed and consolidated had them who knows well cool so so you got the car uh it was more or less sight unseen but it it went to dmc california so that's good at least at least uh they had their hands on it for a little while and you guys but you have dmc midwest nearby i don't know how far away is midwest is dmc midwest from you
0: uh, that's up there in Crystal Lake, Illinois, which is uh, a little bit northwest of uh, Chicago there. I would say it's probably about a seven, eight hour drive.
1: Ooh, okay. I'm 15, 20 minutes away from DMC, California, so I could have it towed oh, over. Oh man, is that
0: convenient. <laughs>
1: it's nice. Well, good and bad. <laughs> yeah. Nice that they're close, and I know that they can fix things, but, uh, I just don't, I, the guys are nice, but I hate having to go over there because it costs a lot of money every time. I wish I had the garage right, and the tools right. uh, to to turn the wrenches myself. I grew up working on cars. I've enjoyed it. But I'm, there's something I'm a little paranoid about doing work on the car. It's not because I think it shouldn't be touched by anybody but but Danny Botkin at DMC California. I just – I don't have the confidence yet. I've only had the car less than two years. I don't want to screw something up and then not be able to enjoy the car.
0: right. Well, and see, that's, I'm not going to lie, I turn, I've turn, i turned my, like I said, my buddy, he's a master mechanic, that's what he does for a living, and we've both even said, it's like, it's not that I'm, ner- I'm nervous about working on the car, but not because of the car, I'm nervous because if something, if we don't take a certain step, or we break something that we're not supposed to, it might be a $900 <laughs> flub, or, you know what I mean? Or a two-month
1: <laughs> wait to find the part, it's, you can't just go down to AutoZone or Kragen or whoever is near you and pick up another part for it. Right. You're, the the angle drive breaks and you lose your speedometer. Yeah, that's they don't carry that at the local auto parts store.
0: Right, and it's not like there's any kind of a band aid to fix that. So <laughs> not that thing. You know. Yeah. No, no. I actually, I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I broke my first. It had the original angle drive in it when I got it, and it, it broke for the first time in last October. I was on my way back from a uh, a show. And I saw the needle bounce once, bounce twice, bounce three times, and then it went dead. I'm like, (laughs) okay, now I'm a DeLorean owner.
1: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So uh, did you go to DCS last year?
0: I did not. I wanted to, but I was, I I got, I think, what happened? There was a good reason why I didn't. Oh, I got pushed out on a load uh, Uh, that week. And I was, it's funny because. I drove my truck through Springfield, Illinois, but I wasn't able to stop. <laughs> ah.
1: Well, sorry to rub it in, but it, that was my first one. Fantastic. I will absolutely go to any, th- any of those in the future. Uh, seeing that many DeLoreans all together, listening to the talks, meeting all the people, it, it was such a fantastic experience. Oh, yeah. It don't like don't miss the next one. I, I It looks like they have narrowed down they've got the dates set they just haven't narrowed down at least the last I saw they haven't picked the location so make the plans for that
0: I I, you know what I I was upset I didn't get to go last year except um uh but I was actually more upset that I didn't get to go to the 2014 because it was in Dayton Ohio yeah and it was in my backyard
1: yep (laughs) well it'll make it back there again
0: one of my best friends decided that that was the weekend he should get married, and I just happened to be his best man. I'm like, "Oh, dude, really?
1: Oh, really? No. You have
0: 365 days a year to pick from, and that's the one you pick?" Well, and the wedding—that's
1: like, that's one time DCS will happen again. So you made the right choice going to the to your friend's wedding.
0: I don't know, man. Sometimes I wonder. You
1: know? Don't tell him that.
0: It was funny because I actually had the task of. Sunday, obviously everybody's packing up, leaving Sunday, I had the task of returning all the groomsmen's and the grooms talks back to Columbus, Ohio, where they had rented it from as one of my best man duties that I decided to undertake. And it's funny, because I came back on the interstate, heading back towards my house, and... we are passing know, probably within. Oh man, there's DeLorean here, <laughs> DeLorean there, DeLorean there. And my brother was in the car with me, and he's like, Dude, did you see those going? Like, yep, DeLorean Weekend. Thanks for rubbing it in,
1: bro. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Well, that was, so that was a DCS. DeLorean Weekend is in October in Vegas. Right. If you, now, right. I'm sure if you know Kevin Crin, you probably thought, you probably talked about it. That's another fantastic, uh, thing to, to do. And they've been, they do it every year around the same time. I don't know how long they've been doing it, but, um, really fun. It's very relaxed. It's free, which is amazing. Um, it's, you know, you pay for your own hotel and food and whatever, but that's, there's no cost. And it's just, it was really fun. I met lots of people. I met Kevin there. I met a couple other owners that I've stayed in touch with and, uh, I'm excited. In fact, Kevin and I are, are, uh, sharing a house, uh, in Vegas this time in October. So
0: nice.
1: you should, uh, yeah. <laughs> think about going if you, I mean, you could probably get a cheap yeah. ticket. Come hang out. You yeah, don't need to have we... a DeLorean there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I would love to do something like that. In fact, I me and my me and my wife have been talking about doing cuz we actually moved to Prescott, Arizona for 2 years. So oh, we were wow. only 4 hours away from 4 hours away from Vegas and uh we used to go once a month, maybe twice a month depending on how cheap we could get a hotel up there. Yeah. And it's like <sighs> Really, all this stuff I'm finding out about after we've moved. <laughs> That's the way it works. That's the way it works. <laughs> you know. Well,
1: there And there's a, good, there's a pretty good collection of DeLoreans in Arizona as well. Um, I met a couple of guys that have driven out here to Southern California for events. And I know some of the DeLorean owners in San Diego, they used to go to the Arizona club once a month for stuff. So they have a pretty good community mm-hmm. there.
0: Um, That's good. That's yeah, good. yeah. Like I said, it sounds like fun. I'd love the, I'd love to hit it up one time, just at least once. Just hey, man, done it once, you, you, know?
1: you still got a month and a half. Uh, you know, October's, October fifth, something like that. Um dot Go check it out.
0: Right. I will definitely do that. Definitely do that.
1: So you you get the car. It's not exactly as advertised, but did you? I assume you got it uh, tuned up and working the way you want.
0: Yeah, I when I got it back to the house, I I pretty much you know I'm looking at it and first thing you know uh, Chris says he's like, I'm thinking plugs and wires, man, they're 30 years old, and I'm like I know right. Oh, they didn't <laughs> replace
1: know? those. Wow. Well, hey. No, never. I guess every, every, depending on the price, um, fine. You know you can you can do that stuff. Is again, this is I always say it's not a Fabergé egg. It's still just a car. The engine is not some souped up. Specialized, high-end. It's a, just a normal engine. So anybody that has right. minor skills can do that stuff. You might have to go read DMC talk a little bit to get some of the nuances, but um, if you're gearheads, then you that was probably pretty easy. And hopefully the price was low enough that you, it didn't matter that they didn't do all the extra stuff. You could do it.
0: Yeah, the price, the price was, the price was where I wanted to be at. Um, I probably paid just a smidge more that, for the card that I was expecting. Opposed to the car that I got. But that was the thing, though. Everything else on this car was perfect. Every panel was straight. Uh, The frame, completely untouched. I mean, it it was just, but everything was original. Like, literally, when I changed the air filter out, it was a Renault (laughs) air filter. Nice. So, yeah. Well, it ended up, I, I called, when I went through all the paperwork... I talked to I called DMC California to see if they could give me any information on it and they're like, "Oh yeah, okay, we got the thing here, you know, the recommended change out the rubber hoses for the cooling system, recommend change out the actual radiator, uh recommend uh plugs, wires, major tune up, recommend brake hoses,
1: sure. and they
0: also recommended fuel injectors apparently. They got it running. The guy who who I got it from was like it's running right, and they're like, "Well, yeah, but it needs injectors." You're like, "Well, I don't. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't. I don't need injectors." You right? Know? Yeah, so, the new owner uh, does. Uh, right? You know, so I was like, "Okay," really wasn't planning on spending like seven hundred dollars on injectors, yeah. but
1: hopefully, that's one of the more expensive parts, though.
0: Um, it started off that way. <laughs> oh, um, the engine, the engine, and the transmission has actually been pulled out of this car.
1: But. By you or by somebody else before you bought it?
0: By 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 us. No, oh, we pulled God. it out.
1: Wow, awesome. Willingly. Yeah, good.
0: We uh, well, well it started off because I, I already knew when uh, after I replaced I replaced all the fuel lines, with stainless steel fuel and, uh, fuel lines, and nice. I also replaced all the injectors. Car ran like a dream. I replaced all the brakes because the brakes were so old. replaced sure. all the brakes, all the brake hoses, and the car was running beautiful. Never had a problem out of it. We enjoyed the entire rest of the summer uh, up until right about the end of October. The car started having some weird issues with stalling and things like that, so I'm going through it. I'm like, well, it can't be that because they just replaced that, and it yeah. can't be this. And So I'm starting to get into the testing phase. Well, basically, the water pump started weeping, and I'm like, okay, yeah. you know what that means? Intake's got to come off Valley of Death. Yep. So... What started out as pulling the intake,
1: and the valley was,
0: it, 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 you could tell critters had made their nest there for about 30 years, but <laughs> it was fairly dry. I actually have a video of that on the YouTube channel, uh, me pulling at everything. Awesome. Uh, I was like, all right, well, we got all this off. We might as well change all this while we're at it. So it's like cap, rotor, yep. plugs, wires, um, you know, water pump, all the cooling hoses need to be changed out, the radiator.
1: How awesome though you got all that done you did it yourself individually the injectors are one of the are the more expensive parts all those other things one at a time aren't that expensive but when you do it all at once it adds up sure
0: right right it does it does so that's basically how it all started and then my buddy was uh over once again giving me a hand and he's like well the engine's kind of just oxidized he's like what what what's holding it in there and I'm like I don't know emergency brake cable a couple of wiring harnesses (laughs) he's like why don't we just pull it and i'm like i don't know why would you want to pull a perfectly good engine that's not doing anything wrong you know and he's like yeah we'll just we'll we'll touch it up we'll make it look pretty and all that stuff and i was like all right if you want to if you're going to help me do it that's fine that's cool you know so
1: justin that is awesome (laughs) did you get you guys pulled it out then yeah
0: yeah, we pulled the engine and the transmission out. and you cleaned uh,
1: everything spotless and perfect, I assume?
0: As, as good as we could get it without actually hot dipping the aluminum.
1: Nice. Oh, man, that's um, awesome.
0: So we had all that apart, and we decided at that point, I'm like, well, I need, we have it all, like, what a, I want to put a performance exhaust on it. I'm like, so I've got it all apart now. I wonder how, <laughs> you know, how we would how we go about that. So I, I actually, I actually called Joshua Bankston up there in Akron at the Warning Performance Industry uh-huh.
1: DPI. Yeah. And
0: yep, I started talking to him extensively, <laughs> and now the car is getting a whole new suspension system. Oh. It's getting exhaust. I put I put performance cams in it. I mean, I've wow. got, I powder coated the, uh, the valve covers and the timing <laughs> chain cover. It's going to have this car, short of the K-Jet system, is basically going to be new.
1: Nice, nice.
0: So, it was not the intention at first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the, the reality is, it's whatever makes you happy, then that's what you do. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Uh, it, it's whatever you want to do with the car. And, it, it, you know, this is not a, you know, a half-million-dollar Mercedes, so have fun with it, enjoy it, and if that's the stuff that you want to do to it, great.
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah, no, and and I, and you know what, it's funny, because the first car, the first one I ever drove was actually my car, driving it home from the car hauler, and I'm driving it, I mean, and I was like, okay, some power loss, but as soon as we got the injectors in it, and it ran fine, I'm like, you know, I'm not saying it's a fast car.
1: It's not a fast car.
0: It's it's not well, and that was I I wasn't expecting a fast car, but I'm like, it's yeah. not the dog that everybody makes it sound like. I
1: know. Well, and I say it all the time. People people always talk about uh, stage one, stage two, doing more, replacing the engine. I'm like, I can get up to eighty very quickly on the L.A. freeways with no problem. I'm not beating anybody off the line, but I can always get up to eighty really quick, not from you know overpowering and trying to do crazy stuff. The car goes just fine. I, I'm not going to go 120 miles an hour in freeways.
0: Right, right. I mean, I'm not taking this to the local drag strip. I mean, <laughs> now don't get me wrong. And that was, that was, that was kind of the idea behind the whole cams and the exhaust. And kind of, it's basically going to be a stage two after it's all said and done. But I'm like, if I could use just enough power to get out of its own way, yeah, you know, in the mid area, I'm like, that would be, that would make me happy. You know, if sure. if I want to drive a fast car, I'll borrow my buddy's uh, Hellcat. You know what I mean? <laughs> It
1: yeah, exactly. It,
0: it, but I uh it's funny cuz one of the first car shows that we did not get rained out of, uh my buddy Chris once again who he you're going to hear his name a lot cuz he's always helping me. Um he actually has a 69 Dodge Dart GT.
1: Nice.
0: And it's got a little, uh, it's got a little three, uh, little hopped up three eighteen in it, and it's funny because we were on back roads heading to the show, and he decided to get clever and start passing me and all this <laughs> other stuff, and I was like, okay, well, we'll try it. You know what? The DeLorean kept kept up with the three eighteen Dart GT pretty good. I was pretty impressed. Nice. So, but yeah, it, it's it's more fun for me. I mean, and that was one reason why I wanted to do the suspension upgrade because I'm like, man, this thing. With the right suspension, this thing could handle like a mother.
1: Yeah. So you put in the adjustable suspension. I assume the European ones, or you got? Did you do DPI suspension?
0: It's the DPI suspension. Okay. It's the yeah. uh, spec one suspension that uh, Josh offers. Um, it's got the I think the QA one coilovers.
1: Okay. And did you did you lower the front end, or did you raise the rear end?
0: The, the 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 front end the front end will be lowered to the european spec when i get the, when i get the car back from Bankston.
1: got it got it
0: uh the, the i think the rear end will be lowered about a half inch from stock and the front end will be put down to where the european spec is so it'll it'll look really it'll ride really nice i think
1: got it so you've done a fair number of i don't know i wouldn't i guess major modifications anything else uh, anything else you've done you've significantly changed the car
0: um, no, no, everything I've done is, is below the skin. Cause that was the biggest thing that I wanted. I'm like, I don't want anything. Yeah. I don't want anything <laughs> exterior or interior wise to be altered. Right. I want it to be all underneath. And it sucks because you put a lot of money into this car and it's like, you can't even see it, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, it, it, it it's, uh, you know, I, I mean, no, no, no anything to anybody that wants to do what they're going to do with the outside of the car. <clears throat> Will, I am. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, his um, his
1: barely looks like a DeLorean anymore.
0: Yeah. um But, yeah, I wanted it all to be beneath the beneath the skin of it. So everything inside is perfect. The, I'm going to have to do a headliner job here probably within the next year. It's just barely starting to droop in spots. But.
1: That was the only thing that I had DMC do um, other than drivetrain because the same thing I wanted. It, my car looked fantastic interior, exterior. There's a, there is a there da- is little damage on one panel, but um, the headliner was just drooping, and, uh, and it was yellow, and it looked – that was the only thing that they did, and, and super glad I did that. So it's too bad you didn't yeah. know about it ahead of time to just have DMC do it because that's a tough job. Totally worth having them do it, but – uh now i'm so happy <laughs> yeah I, and i and i
0: agree i it, there's a little discoloration on the headliner uh from just the age of it but yeah. i mean it, and and the doors and everything it's not like you got a headliner drooping on your head it's more said just little bubbles in the center that are it's like most people don't notice them but i know they're there so they got to be changed
1: oh okay well mine was fall it, was you know, fully fallen down and and you know it was oh, hanging yeah. so it's, it wasn't just bubbles yeah. it was fully hanging
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Mine. Mine's not. Mine was. Mine's not quite that bad. At least not yet. I'm hoping I can get at least another year out of it before I yeah. have to put that in there. So. Yeah. You
1: put out. You put money elsewhere. But hey, when you go to car shows, oh, yeah. people are gonna love looking when you when you open up the louvers and the engine cover. They're gonna love looking at that engine.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And in fact, probably next year, at some point or another, I'm probably I'm probably gonna end up ditching the K Jet and going with an EFI system as well. So.
1: That you know, you you know how to do that. <laughs> so I'm oh,
0: do that. I I'm not doing the work on this one. That's gonna probably be uh Josh up there at DTI. Yeah. I, I just I just I'm I I'm mechanically inclined, my buddy's mechanically inclined, but I will be the first one to admit this is probably the most difficult fuel system to diagnose I've ever seen in my life.
1: Okay, so yeah. off hey. of the mechanical stuff, what does your uh, other than well, what does your wife think about the car? What did she think about the car when you decided to buy it, and what does the rest of your family think about about the car?
0: Oh, uh, wow, that's a loaded question. um all right, <laughs> that's why uh, I asked it <laughs> No, no, yeah, we'll take it, we'll take it. We'll take it one at a time. Um, my wife does not like the car because uh because i I'm not a hundred percent sure either it's because I burned her out on it before I even owned it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, right. Or
0: it could be because she's a Mopar girl. She's a Jeep girl. Oh, and okay. she likes the, you know, the muscle cars and everything. So it, it's kind of funny because I'm a huge muscle car guy. If you were to meet me on the surface and I did not tell you my love of DeLoreans, you would be like, oh, okay, this is the kind of guy that would go buy a 69 Hemi Charger or something like that. And he bought a DeLorean.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Right. It's just, you know, and Out of it's character. Like, well. Right, right, exactly. So, and I'm like, well, that story goes back way because I've got really big ties to these cars, and just we can get to those stories in a minute. But, um, yeah, she just, I, she, it it's just a little low. So I know because she has back problems, she sometimes getting in and out of the car. She's not crazy about.
1: Got it. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but I think honestly, if I was a betting man. I would say it's probably because we can't even go to the gas station without a million people paparazziing her.
1: <laughs> She's not excited <laughs> about that. All right.
0: Well, it's, 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 it's not so much that. It's, it's, it's fun at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It's not fun at 10 o'clock at night. You forgot to get fuel before the car show, now you need school to get home and you stop and you're tired, your feet hurt, your sunburn, and all you want to do is go home and your wife wants to go home and you got <laughs> to be there talking. an additional forty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I try my best to be the nice guy, answer the questions. You know, I try my best to do that without being You know, there. But there are days you probably know it's like, guys, I I I gotta go.
1: Yep. (laughs) You know. Or I've also had the people that, even though I'm driving the Delorean and I own it, they insist that my information is wrong. You know, no, no, no. The car was not built in Ireland. It was built right here in Southern California. Okay. Hey, nice talking to you. I'm late. I gotta go. I I I I cut those ones short because there's no there's no convincing somebody that I know about the car.
0: No, I, I had a guy at a car show that started to get one level before, like, getting in a screaming match with me about how I was wrong that that's a GM block. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, it's real. It's not that difficult, man. Like, you can – you Wikipedia is probably right on your phone. Right. <laughs> you know? And he's just like, no, you don't – that's a GM block, you know. He made the GTO, and I'm like, dude, okay. You know what? You're right. It's a GM block. I'm gonna walk away now. Yeah, walk exactly. away. Always, and you know what? Nine times out of ten, the people that are, you know, that don't have all the correct information or heard a rumor, when you tell them this, like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense, yeah. you know. But yeah. you get that one guy
1: that's positive, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes, exactly, exactly. Okay,
1: so other than your wife, what about your your friends and family? What do they think of the car?
0: It's uh, it's it's they they love it for the most part. Um, my dad is kind of nonchalant about the car. It's not the car he would chose. Sure, he has been telling me since I was a little kid, and I saw the Back to the Future films so the first time that I, you know, that I am like, I want that car, and Dad's like, No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, you know, so he 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 doesn't, pay, you know, he doesn't, you know, spend here. It it just he'll, you know, he'll. He's just not super excited about the car like I am. Uh, yeah. but most of my friends and stuff, you take them for a ride in it, and they see the attention you get, and they're just like, they light up. They're yeah. like, man, I can't, it's fun. I can't even believe it.
1: It's fun. Yeah,
0: it, it's it, it's, a, it's a blast. I have so much fun in that car.
1: Yeah, and I think that us being the next generation of owners, um, I can't imagine anybody now, any of us, the next generation of owners, buying the car, wanting to not... Talk to people and not be friendly. Um, I've I've met a handful of older owners who've had the car for twenty plus years, and some of them just they terribly dislike Back to the Future. They hate the jokes and the comments. They don't like talking to people. They're they're not exactly nice to people when they talk to talk about the car. I I think that oh wow you know I mean that's okay. Everybody's allowed to be their own person, but yeah. I think going forward. I can't imagine any new owners buying a DeLorean and having that, that same personality. I think we love the car and we love sharing the car. And I think that's part of the magic of the car.
0: I totally agree. I mean, I I get people that, you know, just, I don't know what it is, man. It just, I, I had, I can remember three distinctual situations when I was younger that just brought me into this funny story. So when I was younger, I think, I, I was born in 86, so I wasn't even born when the movie originally came out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> and, um, I, I, the, there are three movies that I can remember when I was a kid. Back to the Future, Batman, and Superman. Those are the first three movies I can remember actually watching with nice. my dad. And this is back probably, I don't know, very early 90s, and, this was back when VHS tapes were still quite expensive twenty five thirty five forty five bucks for a VHS tape. Yeah. So we had this little rental store down down the way in our little town where I grew up in, and every time we go in there, Dad Back to the Future, Dad Back to the Future, Dad Back to the Future, <laughs> Dad, to the future. and it's funny because I remember the the last time we rented it. My dad like grabbed the tape and he's like, "You know, Justin, I can do this movie better than Michael J. Fox at this point." <laughs> <laughs> you know? He's like, "Just memorize the lines." Well, and so we go up to the register and the small town, so everybody knows everybody. My dad knew the guy, and he's like, "Oh, hey, how you doing, Fred?" And he's like, Oh, here to go." And he's like, "Back to the Future." He's like, "Freddie, really again?" And he's like, "Well, you got my got my son here," and he's like, "Freddie." I don't have the heart to charge you for it anymore. Here. <laughs> 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 so that's how we got our first copy of Back to the Future. Oh, wow.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So in Springfield, Ohio, when I also when I was little, there was an old old car dealership that had been abandoned years ago. And somebody owned it, but, you know, it was not in service anymore. But there was – probably a showroom big enough for five, maybe six cars, depending. And inside that showroom, there was a pink Cadillac, a DeLorean,
1: hmm.
0: an old pickup truck, and a Bronco. Wow. And there's there's like old rolls of carpet laying all over the cars and everything, but every time we came into Springfield, I'd be like, Dad, can we stop and see the DeLorean? Nice. And we, I couldn't tell you anything about it, whether it was gas flap hood, whether it was
1: No, you don't know the difference as a kid. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. There was that, and, you know, it was just like, Dad, I'm going to own that car. And he's like, you don't want to own that one. That one's garbage. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) okay. So there was that, and, I mean, I remember the first time I saw one, it was funny because when you're a kid and you watch the movies, you don't distinguish the car from the movie car. Yeah. And it was funny because we were at a car show, and we just kind of happened to walk on one, and it kind of looked like you know light shining down. And I was like, "Oh my gosh," <laughs> you know. And it's I went running up to it. My dad had to sprint after me. He's like, "Don't touch that car!" <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's the Back to the Future car!" And then I started looking at. It, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, where are the time circuits? Where's the <laughs> capacitor? Where's the where's the where's the vents out the back?" And and that's when my dad finally told me, "Well, this is just a car that was for the movie." And I'm like mind blown i didn't even know there was I, this is a real car you know How and well when you never come, got to meet the owner or anything but. when you come visit la
1: <laughs> you got to go to the peterson automotive museum where they have the hero car the a car that was yes uh, it's beautiful they did a great job restoring it i was there f- several times that week when they unveiled it and there was a big party and it was pretty cool it's a beautiful car you gotta gotta visit
0: yeah it's definitely on my bucket list. I, I, I want to see that car in person. I It was funny. When I actually had pre-ordered the Blu-ray at a time, you know, with the restoration project yeah. of the A-car. And I got it in the mail, and my wife and me just happened to be coming home at the exact same time. So, you know, she had already brought dinner and everything, and we sat down, and she's like, so we're going to watch I'm like, I don't know what you're going to watch, but I'm watching this. <laughs> <laughs> Your vote does not count tonight. <laughs> <laughs> she goes great in the
1: bedroom. Watch it on your own. <laughs> Pretty,
0: yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah, like I said, but it's just those little experiences like that that you know just kind of.
1: You know, we're again we're new owners, and I'm excited for the next ten years of taking care of this car because it's already been magic. In a, for me a year and a half uh, just I love it people love the car makes people happy smiles everybody has great experiences generally people don't come up and complain and say what a terrible car it is whatever the the truth might be out there people just enjoy it and, and it brings good memories so so that's uh, I, right we've got hopefully many more years of of enjoying it and sharing with people
0: oh yeah oh yeah I I, I unless unfortunate events occur like I don't, <laughs> that might be another reason why my wife hates the, uh, the car, because I told her, she's like, you know, you bought this car and everything. She's like, so, you know, are you what are you going to do about garage space? And so I'm like, well, I have, the, I have the garage, but obviously, you know, she gets one stall for her car, you know, that's fair. And I'm like, well, I guess my car's going outside. And she's like, well, don't you think we ought to, like, think about maybe, like, doing – because we have the boat. And I'm like, well – the boat's the boat. I could buy another boat, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know? <laughs> like, but you guys what? You,
0: I'm like you live in Ohio.
1: Like, I imagine you have a little bit of property build go spend a couple bucks and build a, you know, another outside garage.
0: It's exactly what's on the next uh, to do list once Good. the car gets put back in commission is to get another garage to so where we could put like the boat. Well a couple of cars in there. You put the
1: until you build it, you put the DeLorean in the garage, you put the boat outside and you wrap it up. And then you build the garage around it.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. Well, she didn't like the answer when I told her, you know, I'm like, you do realize if I uh, lose my job, the boat goes first, right? (laughs) Maybe even the house. I don't know yet. Cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly.
0: Like, these might be all things leading up to why she doesn't like the car. (laughs) That could be. So. So,
1: you've had the car a year and 10 days. What's the furthest you've driven it? How far have you taken it away from home?
0: akron to visit uh dpi
1: how far is that
0: uh about 180 miles north
1: oh, okay a couple hours and yeah about
0: 150 150 miles 180 miles depending on where you're leaving from
1: and you drove it there and back with i'm guessing your buddy chris
0: uh actually it was just me i actually had gotten off work early that day i called uh dpi and i was like hey look uh I was going to come up and so because he said when I you know when I got a chance bring the car up and I could pick up some parts for him and stuff and uh, so I drove the car up everything was running pretty good on it um, drove the car back and as soon as I drove the car back that's when the water pump started weeping and I was uh, like well
1: yeah, better it happened when you got home
0: right I'm like yeah you know it made the trip I'm not going to lie I, I I I like to trust the car but. My knuckles were kind of white that whole drive. I'm like, something's yep. gonna break. I don't know what it is, but some thirty-year-old part's gonna be like, "Uh-uh, not yep. today, bro."
1: Exactly. Well, <laughs> hey, I, I'm guessing you saw the pictures online. Jay Shetland got rear-ended by an ambulance and totaled his car in Utah. I
0: he, saw that. Yeah, Such a shame.
1: terrible. And uh, luckily, his wife is okay. He's got some issue, you know, health issues from it. But uh, prior to that, just not to a couple months before that, he drove from Salt Lake, Utah, Salt Lake City, Utah to DMC California with one, only one radiator fan working and a broken cool. thermostat. Wow. And I'm like, you have man that he has more guts than anybody. I would not drive that car that far with uh, with that kind of problem. Luckily, he had a mechanic in the car with him, but still it's like I've heard stories right. about people blowing their DeLorean engines because they they drove it seven miles without water going through it, and and boom, you know they're they're screwing up the engine. So uh, right. that was a yeah, lot of really guts. Good. He he didn't have a problem. He made it. You know everything worked out. They DMC California fixed everything. But it's good that the water pump went out after you you got uh, got back home.
0: Yeah. Yes, very much so. Yes, Uh I like I said, it, it, and it was that that was like at the very end of October. It was at the point where it's like, eh, this thing was going in the garage within the next couple of weeks anyway for the That's winter. Right.
1: I forget you guys. See, California is awesome, man. Like we drive the cars year round. We do car shows all the time. Ohio, yeah, you get cold and winter and rain and snow and. Uh, I've just been learning that in talking with Kevin. Uh, he's like, "Oh no, it's oh, winter. Yeah. Everybody put, puts the cars away." I'm like, "Oh man, I guess that's nice because you can work on the cars, but to not be able to enjoy it yeah, all long year as round." Your garage is heated. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: You know, um, yeah. You know what? Believe it. Or not, I, yeah. You obviously you're not going to drive a DeLorean in the snow or the or the uh, ice if you can avoid it. Yeah. Even the rain, <laughs> but. Believe it or not, I think the biggest thing out here is it's the salt. The salt will oh, literally just right, right. de- destroy the car from yeah. the inside out.
1: And that's and you know what? I wasn't even thinking that. And that is it because they salt the roads everywhere out there. Oh yeah, yeah we don't have that problem in Southern California.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and that was one thing I was excited about when I found the car. I'm like, well, it is a Southern California car, and the frame was just perfect on it. I'm like, and I intend to keep it that way because I really. Don't have the money anytime soon to put a stainless steel frame underneath of it.
1: So, So, you know, um, Gordon Carpenter, owner in San Diego, 10987, he is, I think he's second or third owner, but basically he's had it for 30-plus years, all in California, all in San Diego. So the frame should have been perfect, but at some point years ago, he had a uh, master cylinder, brake master cylinder leak, and that fluid... Got got under the frame and to the point where he did not like how much rust he saw, and it wasn't massive, but it you know it did damage to the frame. So he just did a frame off restoration and had him take the body off and strip the frame down and sand it, clean it, and have it re uh, repainted or or dipped or something. And um, he had a lot of work done right. just because, So it has sometimes it's not the salt or the weather; it could be that you know fluids will eat up that, yeah. that steel just as much.
0: Yeah, exactly, uh, and, and you know, and that was one of the big things. But I mean, that w- and that's the other thing about the '83s. I'm noticing apparently they got a black, almost, almost like a, uh, I don't want to say like a primer, but it's almost got like a tar consistency to it. An undercoating, I guess, is the word really? you want. Um, but it's pretty oh. much, yeah, it's spread over the entire length of the bottom of the car. Because when I first huh. saw it, I'm like, my God, this thing's dirty. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's not coming off. That's, and I started doing some research and I found out, okay, 83, okay, apparently they put some kind of undercoating on the 83s, Hmm. which works great if you're trying to prevent rust. If you're wanting the car to be pretty, though, a pretty great frame, you know, (laughs) it ain't there. It's like you can scrub all you want, it ain't coming off, Uh,
1: you know? Interesting.
0: Like I said, it, it, i i don't want to drive it in the winter. It's not yeah, a yeah car uh, that I wanna sure. yeah, go off roading it in. <laughs> nope, nope. It's
1: a it's a good weather car.
0: Right. So right. you said
1: you it had around eight thousand miles, eighty five hundred miles when you first got it. How many miles do you have on it now?
0: Yeah, I purchased it with eighty three hundred, it now has ten thousand two hundred and some change.
1: Got it. So just a little over two thousand miles in a year.
0: Not even. I Keep in mind, uh, we, we talked in the beginning. I meant to say something earlier. Uh, yeah, of the year that I've owned it, the year and 10 days that I've owned it, I've only driven it about three and a half months.
1: Got it. Well, partly weather and partly maintenance. Then,
0: maintenance has been, yeah, obviously it went in the garage for winter, and obviously this entire – what was supposed to be completed for the winter obviously turned in all this extra stuff. Which then turned into spring, which then turned in, <laughs> oh, we'll have it done by 4th of July, which is now like, okay, I'm hoping I have this thing back in August because <sighs> I have a little, I have a little, or not August, I'm sorry, uh, back in October because I have a little, uh, I have a, uh, supposed booking for it.
1: Nice. And
0: I run a little, run a little business out of the house where I rent the car out, so. Good, good. Well, and a lot of that was not by anybody. That was just more or less for me being in my garage working on it. It's just between my buddy Chris having a, a baby over the over the late winter, uh, you know, and just life problems, you know, things. Just you, the car is just easily, especially when you're doing stuff to it, and it gets easily put on the back burner, you know. See, and, so.
1: and that is for me. That's one of the things. Is and I just recently had this conversation. I'm I. Took the radio almost all the way out because I'm going to send it over to France. There's a guy in France that will add Bluetooth to the original Craig or ASI radio.
0: I have I have seen that. That looks really cool.
1: Yeah, I re I'm. Long story short, I'm I actually is one of the ma- first major things I personally have done to the car, and of course I got stuck with some wires, but I don't want to make mm-hmm. any changes. My big concern is I don't want to do something to the car that stops me from enjoying it. And having the radio out not a big deal, but if I have to take the whole center console out to get the radio out, depending on how hard it is to right. put the console back in, if I send it to France and I think he said you know it's a two to two to three weeks to for the whole thing, I'm probably not going to put the right. console back in, just to have to take it back out again, which means during that time I'm less likely to drive the car or take it places. So uh, again, I got to figure out that what's going to happen next. Right. I'm, I'm hopeful, literally, when we're done with this call, I'm going to go out to the car and do a little bit more soft digging to try to find the connectors for those last five wires. I couldn't, I couldn't see them. I couldn't feel them before, but now, uh, the guy from France and a couple other people on DMC talk have talked about it and there's more pictures that those wires have D connectors on them. So I just need to find them and take them apart and then I should be, I should be good. But I just don't want to, okay. I don't want to do that where I have the car stuck in the garage because I'm working on it and then six months go by and I've never gotten back to finish it I want to be able to jump in the car go someplace
0: and I and I completely agree with you and the only reason that this job was not commissioned to somebody on my end was cost it was like the parts are expensive enough I've got enough knowledge to where we can do it and and like I said it had just been the original like six or seven items that we initially started out to repair and yeah. replaced. Yep. The car would have been done probably by June. But now that we got all this other stuff on it, it was like, well, you know, it. it
1: you gearheads.
0: <laughs> I, I I can't even tell you how painful it's been that I did not have the car this season to go enjoy. There were car shows that I wanted to, I wanted to go, go to, but I'm like, the end result is going to be so nice. Yeah. So pretty. Yep. That I think it'll be worth it at the end.
1: Well, I don't know if he has pictures posted online, but look for ten nine eight seven. When he had the frame off done, he had a he had a bunch of work done uh, to his engine, and he had some stuff chromed and amazing, beautiful looking engine now. And the whole inside of the tub right there in the engine bay, clean, pristine. It is quite amazing. So um, I'll have you know, I have oh, yeah. to get him get him on here and uh, have him talk about the the frame off because. Uh, he's he's had the car for, oh, yeah. like I said, thirty plus great. years, and he he knows the car, and uh, that'd be good to get that story. So
0: yeah, no, that would be that'd be great.
1: You said that you were a member of your local club for a couple of years before you bought the car. Which club is it? The Delorean Club of Ohio.
0: The del, yeah, Delorean Club of Ohio. I I basically there was a one there was one single moment that kind of jump started the car again. I mean, this is, it had always been in the back of my head for a long time that I wanted one. Obviously it's like, Oh yeah. Everybody wants one, but to actually pull out a checkbook is yeah. just like a completely Commit different to story. It. Yep. Exactly. So we went up to, we went up to Detroit, Michigan and there was a, there was a weekend where the Walter P Chrysler museum, it was going to be the last weekend that the Walter P Chrysler museum was going to be open. And I told my, I told my wife at the time, fiance, um, and my, I actually called my mom, and I was like, hey, look, uh, we're going up to Detroit with you and Mitch like to go. And she's like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. And I'm like, well, I'm going because this is the last – because I'm a huge Mopar guy. I'm big into Mopar. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, I've got to go to the, the Chrysler Museum before it closes. Yeah. So we said, okay. So Saturday, we left out early. We went up to Detroit, which is not bad. It's about a three-hour drive from here. And – there was a massive car show there they, that was the big thing they're like oh yeah we're, we're going to have we're going to have just a bunch of vendors out there selling food we're going to have giveaways we're going to have a DJ it's going to be a big car show everybody everybody's welcome obviously being the Walter P. Chrysler Museum 95% of all the cars were Chrysler products and that's right. fine i had a lot of fun and we went in enjoyed the museum so we started coming out to the car show and i walk around this corner and there sits a delorean
1: hmm.
0: i'm like ah oh. now it had probably been five years since I had seen one, like, out in the wild, you know. I mean, I've and up close at that. Yeah. So I remember going up to it and looking at it. I'm like, oh, man, it's a great interior, five-speed. And, and at that time, I had had a general knowledge of the car outside the movies, obviously. I had done my own research at that point. Um, and this was probably five years ago, probably four or five years ago. And I was like, okay, you know what? i I got to own one of these. I have to own one of these. I've wanted one forever. I'm going to buy one. Luckily, we were able to walk back by the car on the way out of the car show, and the owner just happened to be coming up, and I'm like, oh, man, are you the owner? He's like, oh, yeah, hi. How you doing? And I can't remember his name for the life of me. Nice guy. Lived local there in Detroit area, and... Um. I was like, man, you know, and I just started asking him questions and, and he was so good about it. And I felt terrible because I'm like, man, I do not want to hold this guy up, but he was good about it, you know, answering nice. all my questions. And finally he's like, Hey, he's like, uh, let a few more people leave here and I'll open the doors and you can sit in and all <laughs> nice. that stuff, you know. Nice. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yes. So much. Yes.
1: And your fiance is going, I want to go. I want to go. <laughs>
0: Right, right. I'm like, you can just sleep in the car on the way home. I'm chilling here. I'm gonna sit in the Delorean. So it's gonna happen. That's what's yeah. gonna happen. Rare you opportunity. Can leave, but I'm gonna. I'll have to call Uber or something. i don't just Uber was around then. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So I sat in the car because I had never really got to sit in one with you know because I'm not a I'm not the skinniest guy in the world. So I'm like I'm a bigger I'm a you know I'm a big guy,
1: and I'm like I don't even know if
0: I'll fit in this car. You know. So the guy was nice. said, Let me sit in. And I'm like, oh my god. This has got to be one of the most comfortable cars I've ever sat in in my life. Yeah. Like, it was cool that it didn't turn into one of those never-meets-your-hero situations where it's like, oh, no, this ain't going to work. Sorry. Yeah. That was a nice thought while it lasted. Yeah, he actually he had such a genius idea. For everybody that asked all these questions and everything, he said he was walking around, he was seeing the museum, so he didn't really sit around the car a whole lot that day. Um, but he actually had flyers printed up that looked like replicas of the Save the Clock Tower flyers, and on the back, he had printed up all the information. It, DeLoreans were built between this year and this year. There were this many made. There was, uh, it was built in Northern Ireland, Belfast. I'm like, this is ingenious.
1: Okay, I am stealing that idea because I have blue photocopies of the Save the Clock Tower in the car at all times. I hand them out when I see people. I had, I even had postcards made. I am totally, the next time I make copies, I'm putting the information on the back because that is such a fun way to share with people. So, thank you for sharing that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I thought that and I'm in the pro- I'm going to end up doing the same thing myself cuz I'm like, man, this is great. It doesn't take up a lot of room, it's not super expensive. I mean, like the yeah. Hot Wheels. I love to give away the Hot Wheel cards, but they're not as abundant <laughs> no. as they used to be.
1: And, so, and still, I'm that's like, you talking about 5 cents for a photocopy uh, or 8 cents double-sided versus even 2 bucks, you know? That's that's a big difference.
0: Yes, very much so. So yeah, like I said, that uh, that that basically happened. Nice. And from there, uh, the guy was really good about it, you know. And he's like, "Oh yeah," he's like, "Have a great one, man. I hope you get one." He's like, "Blah blah," and I'm like, "And that, that was it's something in the back of my head was like, all right, now it's on.'"
1: Yeah. So that was it. So that was five years ago, and you that kind of flipped your that switch. Was, I,
0: I actually, I want I want to say it was actually closer to about three or four years ago. Now that I'm thinking about it, so. The following year would be twenty sixteen. Last year, and that was the other thing too, with twenty fifteen. When I was doing my research on the cars,
1: yeah, the the prices, prices were going up,
0: which so insane. I am like, no, I am not spending seventy thousand dollars on a twenty five thousand dollars car. <laughs> right. Well, the numbers
1: happening. are going back up there now. It's i am I don't know if people are selling them for that, but I keep seeing these cars getting listed at sixty and seventy thousand, and they're not pristine cars. So, um, I, good luck. There,
0: there's, there's, yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, there's a there's a place up there in uh, Troy, Michigan. I believe it's called Vanguard Motor Sales. They've got a a wide stripe DeLorean right now, and don't get me wrong, it is a beautiful car. He's won eighty six thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're 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 wow. borderline like Viper uh, used uh, Lamborghini money now. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, like, yeah. You're you're getting ridiculous.
1: But some people are gonna just they have the cash and they're just gonna buy because they've always wanted it. Good luck. Good for the people selling it. If they can get that kind of money for it, great. But um, that wasn't me. I, I was in the same boat of like, well, I've always wanted one. Save, 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 save. Start looking. And I had been looking for a couple of years. And then Back to the Future Day came around. The prices went up and up and up. And I just wasn't finding the car I wanted. I'd basically given up. And... Went to Back to the Future, the Back to the Future Day events at Pointy Hills Mall, which was, I went out there three times that week and it was a lot of fun, but I said, okay, I'm done. I'm, I'm not going to be able to find one, find a DeLorean. And I started looking for the blue VW van, which is also just as amazingly overpriced and hard to find, but at least it's not, you know, it's not ultra rare and fancy. And, and then two weeks, three weeks after that, randomly, on my birthday found my car on Craigslist. So it it was that's uh awesome. unexpected after I'd given up. And I hate the cliche when you people talk about when you're dating It's like, well, you'll find the person you're you know you're going to fall in love with when you stop looking. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> you know, I always dismiss it. <laughs> that. But that's what happened with the DeLorean. I mean, I'd been looking for a couple of years, had a couple of cars that I almost bought, but or or that I really was interested in and then by the time I got there, they'd already been sold. So I gave up and then 3 weeks later uh, owned a DeLorean.
0: Yeah, I got really I got really discouraged uh in 2015 because the car prices were so ridiculous and I'm like, well, it's just a fad. Yeah. What my theory was that happened after that though. You had everybody and their mother buying DeLorean's and I think they they know they overpaid for them and now it's like, well, I don't want it anymore, <laughs> but I'm not going to take a loss on it, so I'm yeah. going to sell it for $50,000.
1: It was like it's like rabbits around Easter.
0: Right, right, and so when 2016 came along, I noticed right around February time, I guess you would say, prices started coming back down, but they never fully came back down the way they were in 2014. Yeah, yeah. I, I told her, I'm like, look, I I I I'm buying a DeLorean this year. I don't care if <laughs> nice. I have to take out a second mortgage. I am going because I if I keep making excuses on why I can't buy one, I'll never buy one.
1: Yeah, and then. There's and going to be fewer and fewer out there, and the price is going to go up, just simply because of age, time, car accidents, you know, cars that can't right. can't be uh, economically re- restored. So
0: right, and and that was my other logic in the whole uh, debate in 2016 was like, well, the prices have not gone back down to 2014 prices, but to be honest, I don't think they ever will be again. So no, I'm like, what? I need to get on this train yeah. before it leaves the station.
1: And come on, every classic car. I mean, if you have a classic Pinto, they're worth more now than they were when they came out. So the, the classic car right. is, is going to go up and a unique car like a DeLorean from, you know, that everybody recognizes from Back to the Future, it's always going to be in demand. The next generations are going to want it. It looks cool. It's fun. So, yeah, I, I think that the prices are never, ever going to go back down to the... Pre twenty twenty ten prices, they're just no, going to keep going no, up. No,
0: I, I don't. I agree. I don't. I don't see them going down.
1: Fantastic hearing your stories. I'm I'm happy that uh, you finally got your dream car, just like I did. Uh, I usually will wrap up by asking uh, just a couple simple questions. First is okay. what is your other dream car, and the second is. Assuming the DeLorean was running right now, let's pretend that it's, the, the go back to when you were driving it. What's in the trunk when you're driving it out of the car, out of the garage?
0: Oh, okay, okay. Um, well, uh, my, uh, my, my other dream car, I mean, I think the DeLorean takes the, the, the cake for that one, but the next car that I will purchase if finances allow me will be a 69 Dodge Charger RT. Nice. Alright. Either that or either that or a Tomosmo Pantera, man. I'm a gearhead. I can't pick one.
1: <laughs> All right. That's okay. That's okay. And and what is in the trunk of your DeLorean?
0: I'm assuming by trunk you mean the underneath the bonnet? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I was about to say, well, you know what's in the trunk, man. It's the engine. <laughs> um <laughs> No, uh the the bonnet, yeah, that's a good question. Uh before it got Shipped up to uh, DPI. Yeah, oh, I you, when you were driving. Obviously, obvious, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just—I had to think for a second. I couldn't remember what I had in there. Um, yeah, I have the spare tire. Obviously, um, I have a small toolkit in in there. It's a little Craftsman toolkit, just for basics, screwdrivers, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I also carry. I have up up until now. It, it won't be in there now, but I actually have the original. Ugh, those ugly '80s fuzzy seat covers that came from the factory or from yep. the dealerships yep. as an option. Yeah, yep, those were in there for the longest time. Um And I took—I actually just took those out before I started work on the car. But yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that. Oh, and just a handful of cleaning supplies.
1: Okay, interesting. That's what—that's I, 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 the through. thing that All I'm right. always curious about. If I, I kept carrying around. Bottles of every kind of cleaning and multiple towels and rags. And I finally went, I'm not going to be cleaning this car at this level when I'm out and about. So I, I took most of that stuff out. <laughs> now I have a couple right. of cloths and some, you know, glass, glass cleaner and, uh, and that's about it. So, all right.
0: Right. Is that what you use to polish it up for a car show is Windex? N-
1: you know, um, no, I, I am following the lead of, Don Steger, who was uh, he was a longtime DeLorean mechanic here in Southern California, he takes his DeLorean through the automatic car washes. And mm-hmm. his comment is the brushes, you know, the brushes in the car wash turn the right direction, so they're going with the grain of the car. If if the guy that has been working on DeLoreans for thirty plus years trusts taking a DeLorean through an automatic car wash, I've been I've done that fifty fifty. Otherwise, I get soap and water and a, and, you know, brush cloth and, and wash the car. Um, I know there's people out there that swear that, oh, you just WD-40 or, or oil or Windex and it's fine. But I don't, I just don't think the car looks clean enough when I take it to a show, like when I just do that. So, so I like running it through a car wash and cleaning it and, uh, and then you know I'll wipe down, do the windows, and then if there's spots and fingerprints, I'll I'll use the Windex to get rid of those. But I don't clean the whole car that way.
0: Okay, okay. Actually, I gotta give credit. I'm just curious because I I always ask that amongst other owners, like what so is their cleaning method? <laughs> so do I. And 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 it's funny because I actually have to coin this one to my wife. Uh she. <laughs> We were out there. Obviously, I'll wash it with soap and water, you know, and I don't mind taking it through the car wash. Um, that doesn't bother me. Like you said, the, the the brushes will spin correctly where you don't have to worry about it. But when I got it home, I'm, like, wiping it down, just any little, you know, spots from the water. And I'm, like, it still just doesn't look, like, polished. You know what I mean? It still has, a kind of a dull look to it. So my wife was, like, well... Hold on a second. So she goes in the house, she comes back out, and she hands me my oven cleaner, Yep. which is for stainless steel. Yep. And we literally spray the oven cleaner, just the Walmart oven uh, stainless steel cleaner on there, and I'm telling you, it works
1: Yeah. Great. So here's my thought on that, and I, I can't say that I've proved this yet, but your car sat for 24 years, my sat for 27 years. The grain just got full of dust. I still have not done a deep cleaning on, on my car, but... My belief is that I need to do a deep cleaning, and the two things that I have researched and asked a ton of owners and read online, I bought a bottle of Bartender's Keeper, I think is what it's called. It's it's kind of it almost yeah. it's kind of a thick uh, kind of feels like thick comet you know liquid comet, right. And it's it's not abrasive, but it's got some kind of abrasive in it, and a lot of people say that works great cleaning the grain of the car. And I think between that and just using a, you know, a bristle brush to get into the groove, uh, that I'll be able to clean it out. Because as you know, when you're, when you're by yourself at the gas station, people think the car looks amazing. But then there's an owner here, uh, Roland Hoffman actually, and also, uh, Linda, who they have been meticulous with their cars. They look amazing. So when my car is parked right. next to either of theirs, I'm embarrassed because my car looks filthy because it's parked next to these pristine, beautifully clean cars. That's just because I haven't cleaned mine. When mine's by myself, everything everybody thinks it looks great. So I really want to get out there and spend the time to do it and I still haven't done it. I've been saying this for months. I will get there to I'll get out there to do it and then I'll I'll keep it keep it up after that. But uh, I'm excited to see how the bartender right. keeper keeper works so
0: yeah yeah definitely definitely update everybody with that because i'm kind of curious because i already know what uh, i know eventually i will need a hood probably within the next three years you can already see where the x is starting to make its ugly appearance and i I, me and bangston we're scratching our heads over this one because we can't quite figure it out but our theory at this point there is just the ever slightest so much of pitting. At the very, very bottom towards the front bumper cover of the hood where there's some very light pitting. Now, you can't even see it unless I point it out to you and you're looking at it in just the right light. Yeah. But I know know it's there. And if you look at the way the shape of the pitting goes, it almost looks like some kind of sap or something fell on the car. And they didn't like scrape it off. They just wiped it down, and it just smudged all over the place. And mm. that is exactly the shape of where the pitting is. So, mm. I know I'll need a new hood eventually. And I've kind of come to the conclusion that when the when I get a new hood for it, I will probably go ahead and just pay to have the car completely regrained.
1: Sure, and sure. Get it all match and nice clean.
0: Ex- exactly yeah regrained. it'll all be polished it'll look great and i can just uh, keep it from there like i said it won't have 30 years or 24 years worth of dust sitting in the
1: <laughs> yeah and
0: in, in, the, in the in the grain and like i said i'll probably get the rims powder coated at that point and stuff but you yeah. know like i said they, well, nobody else can notice it unless i point it out but right it's, it's right
1: there. it's a it's hey if you have a, an original 57 chevy you see every nick and and chip where nobody else sees it because they just like looking at the car. Right. So. Right. Well, you're in the right place. You're in Ohio again. Great community of DeLorean owners. You're I in the right so. place. There's you got a lot of good resources there, and I hope that you keep up with your local club, hit a bunch of events, and I hope that you'll keep updating people online. I will check out your YouTube channel and I'll put it up on on this episode as well. So. Uh, okay. Cool. Any any last comments or anything you'd like to share?
0: Oh, uh, I mean, like I said, man, I just I, I anybody that's ever wanted one, I, I mean, there's really nothing quite like it, and I think that's one of the coolest parts about the car. Um I live in a small town and you can't even imagine the looks that you get going down the road in a small town with a DeLorean because everybody does a double take. Like, I know what it looked like, but there's no way that I could be here in a farming community <laughs> <laughs> right so, you, you know and, and and you know what i get i meet so many nice people i mean you have that one percent that you'd rather not talk to but for the most part you meet great people you get to hear a lot of stories and i love i don't want to say i love the attention that i get but i love i love being able to give people the opportunity to see this card well you you,
1: you, you know? kind of hit on it it's not it's not that you like the attention. It's what I started saying eight months ago is I like to share the car with people. That's it. It makes people right. happy. So it's not that yeah. I want the attention or that I like being somebody. And it's not even me. It's about the car. It's about sharing it with other people. We're, we're all temporary owners of these cars anyway. That at some point we will get sick and die, die of old age, or we're going to get tired of the car or who knows what. Someone else is going to take the car after us. Oh yeah. Uh, unless it gets total. so we're just taking care of the car for now. Why not share it? Make more people happy.
0: Yeah, this is just our tenure with the car. You yeah. Know? So. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. But yeah, I, I, I'm glad to. I'm glad we were able to do this, man. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm a big fan of the show. I hope you're able to get more people to uh, come on here and do it. But I, I appreciate you just. Spending some time and hearing my stories and us just chatting about cars for for, That's, for a little bit. Yeah. Thank
1: you so much for being on. I appreciate uh, your time.
0: Yeah, no, thank you.
1: I will say to everybody listening, thanks again for listening to another episode of DeLorean Talk. Be sure to check out DeLoreanTalk.com if you haven't. Take a look at DeLoreanDirectory.com. And if you want your own VIN page, check out the DeLorean census on there. Follow Delorean Talk on Facebook, Twitter, and most of those are social media sites, and give your opinions and questions to us by emailing comments at deloreantalk.com. Stay tuned and uh, drive safe.